0: Um, I have to bring up something. Ever since the last episode ended, uh, Fievel has been sending me hate messages.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I want the banter to be about this. Fievel, uh, explain yourself. What have you said? Yeah, he, he's well, DMing you. He slid into your DMs. Well, I, feel I feel like it would be good your- to have Tyson read them, but I feel like it's also better to have Fievel read them and to have Tyson fact check it. So, Fievel, no, no. can okay. you please read me the messages that you sent? I want the, to hear them from your mouth, please. <laughs> One just literally says, I hate you.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no,
3: no. No, no. Tyson. No, I, yep. I sent him a nice pic of a, a squirrel, like, riding a snake, and it's some, like, taxidermy, and it just says, like, how taxidermy should be done. And it's just, like, some chipmunk riding a squirrel, or a, a squirrel, a fucking snake. And then he's like, LOL, pay attention. And then I just said, I hate you. Angry face. <laughs> And then, so and then you, I paid attention. <laughs> <laughs> I paid attention. Okay, I'm sorry. That's it. That, that's no, no. So
0: he keeps sending me pictures of my house, saying, "I know where you live." <laughs> <laughs> it's true.
1: I being, should I be concerned, or should we should should we get started? Let's see where this episode goes. And then we'll I am the police. police. <laughs> and this was what I was concerned about in sixth grade when the guy said, "I want to be a cop." I said, "No." No, I'm young and I know jack shit about the world, but that's not good. That's not going to work. And as he grew, it did not get better. did not get better. Got worse. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dicey D20. My name is Noah, Dungeon Master, and I am joined here by our players. We have Fievel Mazentra. Fievel, how's it going, my dude? You know, other than...
3: Betrayed a little bit. Fiable doesn't know, but the player. The player is very betrayed right
1: now. Okay, here's where I'm coming from, and correct me if I'm wrong. You have been saying since time immemorial on this podcast that you're not part of the group, you don't like anyone, you're not their friend, and now, sorry, you're feeling betrayed? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Don't you have to feel like friends, or at least part of something, to feel betrayed by it?
3: I mean, I always thought I was in the group, but... I don't need
1: them, but, yeah, I still want to be part of the group. Well, that's good to know. (laughs) We are also joined by Tyson McKay. Tyson, how is, uh, you know, you you expressed concern at the end of last episode. I just want to know if that's carrying through to today.
0: Um, I mean, I think it was valid concern. I don't think I'm going to dwell on it. I think it was just the the booze talking. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) The people who need to be concerned are concerned. (laughs) And, uh... (laughs)
1: And that's, that's about where we need to be. <laughs> okay, good stuff. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. We're also joined by... I was going to say Fievel again. He's everywhere.
4: <laughs> <laughs> He's everywhere.
1: We're also joined by Dabbledob It. DabbleDob, how are you doing?
4: Mighty fine, mighty fine, man. Living the dream.
1: Living the dream. <laughs> Playing D&D with your friends. Always, always. That's what it all comes down to. And we're also joined by Gregory, or Gragrock, the Warforged. How's it going, Gregrock?
2: I'm... Deeply
1: concerned. Deeply concerned, okay. You want to express some of that concern with us today? No,
2: I mean, we all know what the concern is about. It's about Fievel, you know? <laughs> Everyone's concerned, oh, my gosh. god. Tyson, should be concerned. Tyson's it's concerned. in my head now, man, uh, you know? like
3: Why does everyone
1: believe the blind guy, like... I'm worried. I'm worried. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, blind guys with the monk vibe going on, they they, they have wisdom. They have knowledge. Maybe no. Tyson McCage all of a sudden has ah, wisdom and knowledge. Shout it. it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's just speaking mad truth and no one, no one can fight him on it. Maybe.
4: What? I'll just start Are speaking getting, in riddles. You can't, hurt, you can't hurt a blind man.
1: You shouldn't. You should You can. was going to say you easily could. <laughs> I mean, I have, unless it's Daredevil, then you'd have a tough
2: time hurting him.
1: You know? Who would like to give us a recap of the last episode for four hundred experience points? Going once, going
4: twice. I'll do sold it. Is this to Tyson
0: McKay. Oh. All right. So let me break it down for you. We all finished off for three days. DabbleDob and Gregory did a little bit of shopping, a little bit of drinking, and Tyson and Fievel did a little bit of flying back to Malvista. We got back. Got on the ship. Uh, oh wait, before that, there was a bit of a tussle between Fievel and Dabbledob on yeah. who gets to shit on Greg's shoulders.
4: They said shit on, <laughs> and I was just like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> to be
2: honest, he's that might be to, what I said. You no know, bathroom himself
0: on. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if, if that ever actually got resolved. But uh, we got on the ship. We started going. Did some talking about Fievel behind his back about how he's uh, he's kind of lost it a bit
1: unhinged i think is a good word to describe Fievel at this moment yes yes Hit a not that i would use that because i'm the dm and i'm impartial
0: <laughs> you know it was a loving concern for the guy mm, sure. and then uh, we discussed going to the kobold isles we talked about the cities that were along the way the route we were taking and uh where we want to land once we get there i think mm-hmm. that's where we left off
1: Indeed, you are correct. That is where you guys left off. Tyson McKay, take your 400 experience points. He definitely earned it. Do we have any questions, comments, or concerns before we begin? All concerns were expressed last week about fuel. Well, you'll notice that there's questions, comments, and concerns. The emphasis not being on concerns, though that seems to be where you guys have been at lately. Any questions? Any comments? Is Chomper
3: just flying high and over the ship type thing right now?
1: Yeah, as a drake, he prefers to be in the air. If he ever feels the need to rest his wings, he'd probably just swim alongside the vessel. But we'll get to that point when we start to, to narrate a little bit about your journey to Alathreon, which, as Ari, the captain of the Royale, said, was nearly two weeks of a journey. Oh my right?
4: god.
0: Two weeks real time?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: so... We're going to be here forever. Uh, buckle up, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be two years real time for you guys. <laughs>
1: I think you guys know that's not what I meant when I said two weeks of journey. It was two weeks in-game, roughly 14 minutes out of gear. <laughs> no, but last we left off, you guys had just finished your conversation with Ari the Gambler in the captain's quarters. Ari looks to you all, and he says, Your quarters are below the deck with the crew. There are hammocks available for each and every one of you, if you so choose. And of course, the latrines are down there as well. Food is served bright and early in the morning, at midday. And in the evening. And you can help yourself to any fresh water uh, and any alcohol you find on the vessel. Dangerous thing with double-double room. It'll be
4: all gone by the end of the
1: trip, but hey, we'll <laughs> <get> some more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he looks to you and he says, I have some duties to attend to. So, if you have any questions, you can direct them to Mr. Vane or myself, and we will help you as best we can. Try to stay out of the crew's way, but uh, just know, thieving, murder... And other such atrocities not allowed on the Royale. And Mister Vane will see to it that anyone who is found to be stealing, lying, cheating, or any such thing will be held accountable for their actions. As the quartermaster it is his job.
3: Walk what the about plank. Pranks. Walk the plank.
1: <laughs> what about pranks? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no one likes pranks, Tyson. No one likes being the subject <laughs> of them. I mean, if you if you feel like you got a lighthearted one that you want to play. I feel like that might be fine. Understand that these are these are hardened sailors, right? Cellophane on the toilet. You got it. Okay, <laughs> perfect. The, the best kind of prank. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, gentlemen, the rest of the day spent on the Royale is fair seas and blue skies. During these days, you are not required to help, necessarily, as you are paying for voyage across to the Cobalt Isles. What you can do with your time, if you so choose, is you can attune to items, have conversations, you can spend your time in the evenings gambling with crew members, or practicing certain skills. It is truly up to you guys how you'd like to spend your time between here and Alathrion. The
0: is there a crow's nest? Yes. Is anyone up there? I guess I don't know,
1: but... Uh, yes, there is always a sailor up in the crow's nest. Can I take shifts up there? Uh, they will allow you to sit up there. They won't allow you to be the only one up there with responsibility on your shoulders.
0: <laughs> okay. I, I hear things. <laughs> I hear water. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll, I'll go up there and attune to some of my stuff during the, the weeks that follow. Fantastic. So
1: for two weeks, I mean, it looks like, you know, and this is just my calculations as far as what items you guys have. Dub, you have the Wand of Hydrokinesis, the Wand of the worm Age, Yep. The Robe of Scintillating Colors. You yep. also have the Underfoot Ring, the Ring of Wood, and yep. the Ring of Water Walking. Yep. Gregory, you have Slime, the Battle Axe. You have the spell Spellspun Shield, Ring of the Champion, and Ring of Protection. Tyson, you've got Boots of Levitation, Cloak of Protection, Rogar's Centurion Spear, and Fievel's got the race Cloak. Now, the important thing to recognize here, and this, I guess, will only apply to Davildob, you can only have two rings active at a time. One yep. on each hand. Yeah. You cannot have... 10 rings, one on each finger. You're not a magical warlord. You're just a...
4: <laughs> but I can get this little stick that I can hold a whole bunch of rings on
3: and then... the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's speaking about... There's a, a magical item that one of our players got in a different game that is the... It's a, the, called the Rod of Rings. And there are 10 slots for 10 different rings to be held on the rod and you can technically be attuned to 10 rings and use them all.
4: bam! Interesting. Interesting.
1: But that item has not been found in this game yet, so... I will find it. Well, I don't even know if I'm gonna allow it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so gentlemen, here's how attunement is going to work. Typically, what I would require if you were attuning to one certain item... It's kind of a description of how you're attuning to it, what you're doing, and a little bit of time spent. I mean, the actual rules of D&D just state that you guys need a short rest to attune to an item. I feel like two weeks, more than enough for you guys to, if you choose to, spend some good, hard time studying these items and attuning to them. I feel like you'll have no issue. What we can do is I'll do a little bit of a montage over the two weeks, and uh, then we can we can be uh, heading towards the Lathron with you guys attuning to items. I
0: have uh, one item that I think I'll give... Well, I'll go up to... F- Fiable, during one of, one of the days
1: okay and uh you told oh, lies sorry. about
3: me one of the sailors, I'm <laughs> <laughs> <are> the sailors?
2: <laughs>
1: okay Fjell, i'm gonna leave i'm gonna need you to leave storyline and plot development to me but no 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 sailor has told you anything about what was said and what i understand that what was said was solely out of concern my friend <laughs> they hope to get me
3: they want my Drake. <laughs> i don't think
1: anyone wants your drake I do. He's giving it away. I don't even want the one head. I want it to be gone forever.
0: Yeah, so I approach Fiavel during one of the days, and I uh, pull out the centurion spear that Rogar had, and I I say, I I think you can make better use of this than I could. I already have some stuff of Rogar's. I feel it's only fair that you have something.
3: I go to my hands and knees, and I start crying, and I say, I miss my sword of speed, damn it. Was that the one sword that you had for, like, a day? Yes. <laughs> what what happened to it? Some, some ugly rat, uglier than me, took it. Uglier than me? He knocked me out. He choked me out, actually. Yeah. He went to go knock me out, but I was pretty sly about it, and I, I, I dodged it. And then he started choking me out, and I turned into his boss, thinking he wouldn't choke out his boss, but... The guy actually got hard on it, so it was kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird story for what I asked. But <laughs> <laughs>
1: Plus but 100 experience points, Tyson.
3: I mean, yeah, I've been using tridents, and I guess that's pretty much it. So I I can try it if it's not really for me. I'll give it back to you, but thanks. Uh, I, you know, I, I give him a hug, yeah. Oh my Ooh. god.
1: Okay, so four furry arms Damn envelop it. you, Tyson. Now I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should pee on him. <laughs> um, yeah, so four furry arms envelop you, Tyson McKay. And uh, as you pass the Centurion Spear over to Fievel. Yeah, Fievel, this was Rogar's preferred weapon of choice. The Centurion Spear doing additional damage when thrown and also uh, returning to the user's hand. Oh.
0: Which might help when you're flying, is what I was thinking.
3: Ooh. That's true.
0: And Tyson's a monk now. He's a strategist. He's learned a lot <laughs> in the past couple days. I killed Fievel while his... he's looking at the spear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> wrong with both of Just when you're getting somewhere with him. <laughs> it's too close. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Fievel, you are now in possession of Rogar's Centurion <laughs> Spear. Um, I'm, I'll leave you and Tyson to the rest of your conversation.
0: I say, uh, get it. No, I don't know. I don't know. He hugged me, and
3: then
2: I... <laughs> no, it's He's so flustered by the hug.
0: I embrace him back, and then, yeah, release and give him the spear. I
3: don't let go. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you said about me, <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> Better sleep with your eyes. O- oh, wait a second. <laughs>
1: Plus 200 experience points. Is there any kind of, is there any kind of emotional talk you guys would like to have now that you're being friendly to each other?
0: Listen Fable, uh I have some concern about DabbleDub Dabble and Gregory. I think they're gonna be friends. <laughs> <laughs> 500 experience points.
3: Uh,
0: I don't know. I, I don't think we have too much to talk about right now friendly banter over the next few weeks. Yeah, ask him how
3: the, the non-vision life's going. And you know, still getting used to it. Just trying not to fall off the boat. Yeah, yeah. No good call. Same here. Never been on a <laughs> ship before, you know. Didn't really need them out in the Ramuski tribe. We mainly worried about large animals and humans antagonizing us, but, uh, yeah, so this is all new for me too. I threw up a couple times downstairs. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Plus,
1: hundred experience points.
3: Gross, but okay. I won't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah, no, I've never been on a boat either, so the first time for everything. Fievel. Wow. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Let's let you off. I'm gonna try and figure out what this cloak does, and I throw on my race cloak. And uh, thanks Where'd for the, the weapon here, and I'll, I'll just jab <laughs> the air and hope no one walks into my jabbing.
1: Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's a good point for us to kind of lead into attunement. Over the next two weeks, the journey to Lathron is relatively sheltered from large storms. You guys don't really experience any kinds of inclement or dangerous weather. Rain does hit a few nights during your trip and the sea becomes a little bit choppy and a little bit stormy at that point, but nothing that the Royale and nothing that Ari can't handle. Your days are spent attuning to weapons and to magical items, kind of unlocking and uncovering their secrets, whether this is through manipulation of the item, like the Centurion Spear, whether this is through...
3: TELL ME YOUR SECRETS! (laughs)
1: whether this is through screaming at the weapons and the items repeatedly (laughs) to divulge their secrets or you know through the the wizard right which is typically investigation and intelligence and and the the use of the manipulation of it mentally right so over the two weeks DabbleDab you attune to your wand of hydrokinesis and wand of the war mage as well as your robe of scintillating colors the underfoot ring and you may choose one of the two for ring of wood or water walking wood. okay, yeah. It's a, our only healing. <laughs> we better have that one. Fantastic, Gregory. Yours are a little bit more challenging. Dabbledob's Dabble able to cast any spell through wands and thereby get, become attuned to it and unlock their powers. Robe of Scintillating Colors, relatively easy as well. Another intelligence one. Same as his rings. The Ring of the Champion, you're you eat very easily attuned to quite quickly, and you already have a Ring of Protection on the other hand, which you have attuned to in the past. Correct? Yeah, I was already yeah. attuned to that. Slime, however, is a weapon that's going to be required to be used in combat to gain a tune into it. So while you can investigate it a fair amount and kind of so in doing so, you're able to determine that slime is made of some sort of a, of an actual organic material. It looks like it's been crafted into a battle axe shape, and it appears that the center of the haft is very hard, like a core-like substance, and the, the, the haft or the tip of the battle axe has greenish an yellowish oozing slime which secretes from what has been shaped or uh shafted into a blade and um, so it's not made of metal or typical weapon substance, it seems to be made of what looks to be like organic material. So you're able to kind of understand slime a little bit more and how you're going to have to attack with it and adjust your fighting style. But to gain full attunement to it, you're going to need to start using it in combat. Just kind of the way that it goes. The spell sponge, however, shield absolutely can attune to while you're on the vessel. DabbleDob can cast minor spells towards you, things like magic missile and stuff like that, and you can very easily absorb them on the shield and gain attunement to that. Okay. Tyson McKay, your boots of levitation. Yeah. I foresee only one issue with this. No, no. I
2: I got a plan. I got a plan. (laughs) No, no.
4: (laughs) I see a problem. No, no.
0: (laughs) I take the rope from Rogar's pack and I tie myself to the boat while I'm doing it.
1: That is very smart, Tyson McKay. As if you are levitating off of a moving object, that moving object continues to move forward. You know, you can levitate <laughs> off of water with these boots, but I mean, you're just going to be off the ship. So, no, that's smart. You you are absolutely able to attune to the Boots of Levitation, as well as to the Cloak of Protection. Fievel, you are able to attune to the race Cloak. It takes actually longer than almost any other object that anyone else needs to attune to on their journey, but you do eventually attune to the race Cloak, uncovering its secrets and learning to use it adeptly. Awesome. And the Spear? The Centurion Spear is another challenging one. The same as Gregory, you're able to kind of investigate as much as you can about the properties of the spear, but as far as gaining full attunement to it, you will need to use it in combat.
4: So, can I help them attune by using like my intelligence and? telling them maybe, like,
1: deeper secrets of the weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, for slime, it will be challenging. You can do a, uh, an investigation or a, a history or a memory check to see if you've uncovered anything like this before, but you need to do an actual kind of analysis of the substance which comes out of slime for that. For the Centurion sphere it's actually a little bit easier. You've delved into Dwarven ruins before, and you know this is of ancient Dwarvish make, with magic imbued into it in the very beginning of its forging process. So you can kind of tell if you have a little bit more about the Centurion Spear, then you can tell Gregory about slime.
4: Alright. But,
1: like, does that help them attune? Yeah, any kind of uh, information that you can give someone about any of these items yeah. definitely helps. All
2: right. You want to really help me, let me hack you a bit a little. You <laughs> know, hack you up?
4: Is there <laughs> not like a post that you can it I don't
2: think you get it. This slime's going to explode. I can't I explode know. it on this boat, man. What can
4: I do? Like a... Minor illusion of, like, a person, and him, like, hack at it. Does that
1: help? So an illusion is simply that, an illusion. There's no physical yeah. material there, and it's not real combat. Could
0: I just stone
1: skin myself? You could stone skin yourself, but these explosions are... Um, you're definitely explosions. not going to want to do this on a boat. Yeah. I mean, you can if you... Yeah, look, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> this is the game that we're in, but I, I recommend perhaps... Not doing it on a vessel. It's okay, as soon as we step off this ship,
2: <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to hack someone apart.
1: A friendly tribe.
3: Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: god. So, I'm going to hand each of you a thousand experience points for attuning to various magical items on your journey across to Alathrion. So, the days are long and spent under the sun, the nights fairly restful and peaceful, and you guys quickly find that sleeping aboard the vessel in the hammocks or sleeping aboard the vessel and standing and powering down, Gregory, very restful, as the ship kind of rocks you guys to sleep. If you so choose, you can spend some time gambling with any of the men, or talking to any of the men, or inquiring or speaking with anyone, so if there's any type of conversations you'd like to have, let me know now, before you guys reach Elathrion.
4: I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty busy uh, tuning, so I don't have time.
1: Yeah, no time for that shit. No.
4: Anybody got time for that?
2: (laughs) I have no need for such (laughs) comforts.
1: Plus plus 100 experience points. That is the most Gregory thing you've ever said. (laughs) (laughs) No (laughs) should. And Fievel, Tyson, anything else you guys would like to do or say before we move forward? I was going to say, every once in a while I'll fly
3: up and keep chopper some company and just chat with him about, I don't know
1: ship gossip, yeah
3: Ship gossip (laughs) So then Larry
1: turned to turned to Bob (laughs) Are Are these the names you think that they have? I can give you some of the names of various crew members that are aboard the vessel Yeah, Larry and Bob, I just gave you two I, believe it or not, neither I have no names, Larry <laughs> or Bob, on this list. so well, now
2: they are. Yeah, just,
1: we haven't cared. What's, what's the like to this shortest, the shortest,
2: squattiest, fattest one?
1: Shortest, uh, squattiest, fattest one would be Claxton. He's a gunner, a uh,
2: clapper.
4: And they call
1: him No Fingers. He's missing four fingers. Larry, all from one hand? No, two different hands. He's a gunner. Oh, He's sorry. one of the men who <laughs> operates the ballista. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe it's all. How Bob's? can he fucking pull the trigger? <laughs> He has fingers, he just doesn't have four. He just (laughs) doesn't have a full handful.
4: (laughs) 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 As a gunner, there's
1: a fair amount of danger in this. And when you're loading those, if those ballista go off, as you're loading them, I mean, you can have fingers and other stuff ripped off.
2: He's crap at reloading is what I'm hearing. I'm a fucking
1: idiot. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, sure. Pretend you guys know. damn, Larry. <laughs> you don't know Claxton's story. Leave him alone. We know enough. We've, seen enough. How to reload. Come We've on, seen enough. We've seen
2: enough Claxtons in our time.
4: I know him. He doesn't know me, but I know him. You
1: done? I could be. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, so during the weeks, can I
0: just, like, I don't know how I'll do it, but, like, just practicing getting around blind, I don't know, walking around the ship a bit, trying not to knock into people, and... Oh, Absolutely, I, I, I can definitely help. can.
3: I can play hide and seek, nope. and you can try and find me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I
1: don't actually try and find him.
3: <laughs> I said? Plus
1: 500 experience points. Everyone has a very, very calm journey. That's he was hidden for two weeks. <laughs> Tyson, yeah, so you begin to try and navigate your way around the ship. I mean, what anyone's going to do when they can't see is try and draw a mental map in their head, right? So how many steps is it along the side rail of the ship before I reach the stairs? Okay, how many steps is it up? Okay, how many steps left towards the helm? You're trying to mental map out the ship. In doing so, one day, walking your way along the side of the vessel with your hand on one of the banisters, a voice speaks close to you and says, you're doing much better since I first saw you.
0: Ah, not used to
1: hearing a voice. <laughs> it is Amara.
0: Oh, I thought it was the bodiless voice, but okay, that makes sense. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I've been been practicing the last few weeks, week or whatever it's been.
1: I have seen. No, truly, it's quite a feat for one so so late in life to become blind and adapt to it so quickly.
2: What am I hearing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn it. Phone's on silent. It was. She says, "I brought a staff, a walking stick, really, for my journey. But I feel like you might need it more."
0: Well, well, thank you. I appreciate that.
1: Wait here. I'll be back. Okay.
4: Start walking. It's a trap.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. A few minutes later.
4: What happened to Tyson? I
2: don't know. I just got a, it just kind of disappeared
1: one day. <laughs> a few minutes later, Amara returns and, taking one of your hands, she places a walking stick in your open palm. Okay. It is uh, nearly as tall as uh, your shoulders, and it looks like that it's been wrapped with some type of cord or cloth around ideal spot for the the hand to rest.
0: I'm avatar now. I need to go bald. <laughs> what? No. Doesn't he have a staff? He's
2: referencing the children's show, I believe. Oh, um, Avatar the Airbender. Like the Airbender, yeah. yeah. I thought you
1: were saying Avatar like the... Like the blue people. The blue people. Yeah, and I was oh, like, staff, had bald... I think yeah, they had hair. They man. had <laughs> those things that they plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> they
2: plugged in. <laughs> the hair they plugged into their animals. Oh, yeah. Are away from Chopper.
0: <laughs> Get over here, I gotta put something in you.
1: <laughs> 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 and... Lost experienced experience for <laughs> <voice. laughs> To know uh, going to take it away give it. I, I am just. <laughs> okay, so she has handed you the walking stick.
0: I, uh, you know, I give it a few taps around and I say, "This is perfect. Thank you." She
1: nods her head at you and she says, It's "No problem." Well, I best be going. Take care, Tyson.
0: Okay, thank you. I'll probably see you soon. It's a very small ship.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she does smile, though you don't see it. She says, "Yes." I'll see you soon. Quit flirting with me. You're a Rogar's girl. (laughs) (laughs) All right, gentlemen, is there anything else anyone would like to do on the
0: journey across? Well, I think I should go all monk and just meditate on the crow's nest. Fantastic. Tyson McKay, you do so. But I want to do it so that it makes it awkward for the other guy up there. Oh,
1: it's awkward for him. (laughs) I go, um... (laughs) Okay. Join in, Um, Tim. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, no, the, the man up top is Hadley, and Hadley is an able-bodied sailor. He is oh. the, the man who sits in the crow's nest.
4: No fingers, toes gone? <laughs> no, Hadley's he's got all his fingers. able
2: body, yeah, he's just trying to rub it into Tyson now. <laughs> do I become friends with him over the
0: journey, because I go up there so often?
1: You do. Oh. Hadley is actually from Agaport, the northern city, at the tip of Alathrion, and he has been in the, the trades and sailing business his entire life.
2: Hadley, I'm going to
0: talk to you about the other three. They're going to betray us, Tyson.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This bit is gold. I'm uh, going to give 450 experience points for that. No, Hadley actually is quite kind to you, Tyson. Asking you about your life, asking you about your friends and your journey. So you're able to tell him as little or as much as you'd like.
2: My God, Hadley. Pay attention. you got an important job up there.
1: His his only job is to see through the spyglass and look for other masts on the horizon. It's an important job, for yeah, sure. There's no yeah. time for talking. Focus but up. God damn it, Hadley. But he can talk during that job. No, no. No, he can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I like my ship hands silent and focused, okay? How many ship hands have you had? Yeah. And also, ship hand? <laughs> ship hand. You would know that that's not... The terminology but it's if you've ever had a ship hand, That's quote unquote. What we them. okay? <laughs> I've been around many years. <laughs>
2: He's been around, okay? Many years. Don't try and change my old ways.
1: Can't uh, teach an old dog new tricks, man. I'm not trying to change your old I'm trying to determine whether or not you've had old ways with this. <laughs> I don't think yeah, you have. Of course.
4: Think of all the adventures that we've done. You're we've been on we've boats. never been on a boat? He's oh, been boats. on boats before. Yeah. Exactly,
1: like robo. Yeah, but you're saying it like this is how I like my ship hands. Like you've had them before. We have
4: had them. Of course. No,
1: no, like you've like you've owned vessels and run vessels. What if I have? What do you mean? What if I have? <laughs> <laughs> have you or haven't you? This is the question. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such an Idiot. Anyways, it's deck hands, not ship hands. And oh, able bodies. able like hands. Able-bodied, able-bodied, ship hands. Able-bodied, able-bodied sailors can carry out carry out many different tasks. They're not like strictly doing one typically, right? Like, riggers are always going to be working on the sails. Carpenters are going to be repairing aspects of the ship. Gunners working in the the gun stations. But able-bodied sailors can sometimes just be jacks of all trades. They can do multiple different things.
4: Mm. Those are the guys that die.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Any conversation you'd like to have with Hadley? Tyson McKay?
3: Yeah, I just converse with him about life and just talk to him. Ask him yeah. if anyone's ever died in his arms before. I,
0: I just dying in your arms tonight.
1: <laughs> Plus a thousand experience points. You took what would have been otherwise a terrible start to a conversation. Has anyone died in your arms before? And you turn it into something beautiful. So, turn it into a musical, baby. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know. Nothing too serious. Just, you know, where he's been in life. What he's journeyed mm. to. How he's got there. And...
1: Yeah. yeah, it appears that Hadley's been working under Ari, the captain, for quite some time. And he alludes to a time before Ari was a was an on-the-up-and-up captain. So he might okay. have been with Ari in his pirating days. Nearly two weeks to the day, there is a time, Tyson McKay, where you're up meditating. And to the left, the loudest that Hadley's ever spoken before is when Spyglass, up to his eye, he calls out. Land ho! Alathreon in the distance. So that's that's how you use, use that.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, you're saying it wrong. Just saying it I it <laughs> right. Okay, so Ari steps to the bow of the ship near the bowsprit, as does Mister Vane and other sailors as they raise spyglasses towards the island. Are you guys going to the bow as well, or are you just going to hang out where you're at? I don't
3: need a spy glass. I just squint. <laughs> I
2: just
1: squint. and <laughs> so okay. Focus. Uh, does anyone else? My Perception is need, just off the charts. Need a spy. <laughs> I don't need a spy. It's class. I podcast, just on just his Gregory shoulders. is squinting like he's really spying something there, that's oh, yeah. good.
4: <laughs> I just squint on his shoulders, and I can see even further.
1: That's not how vision <laughs>
4: works.
3: I turn to Tyson and I say, "What, what do your alpha eyes see?" <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, Ari removes his spyglass from his sight. He passes it over to Davildog. Who smashes it and says, I don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What are you saying, blind? <laughs> <laughs> Take a look. Okay, gentlemen, Alathion is within sight, and the island on the horizon is immense, gargantuan in size, and almost, as you can, cannot see the actual defined borders of it, looks to be like you, were, you would think returning to Malvista would look like like the the island is that vast and expansive. The wind picks up as the Royale uh, reaches ever closer to Alathreon and the seas become rough. The island appears quite mountainous towards the northern section, uh, a little bit flatter towards the south, but as you guys approach closer and closer, huge juts of sharp rock actually protrude from the sea around the vessel. And Mr. Vane is at the helm, trying to make sure that the vessel stays on course. Now, heading towards the immense island, the rain begins to pour down a little bit more heavily, and it's kind of a white-knuckle crossing for the next four hours as you guys come closer and closer to Elathrion. Ari is using a spyglass, and he is actually up on the, the second run of the mast, looking towards Alathreon, and trying to spot the Enora, or the entrance way to the island. Ari points over the storm and yells above the winds, and he says, Hard to starboard, Mr. Vane! In vain, you can see the, the helm or the wheel of the vessel turning very quickly as the Royal passes jutting rocks and shallow reefs and heads towards a section of kind of muddyish brown water that seems to be mixing with the salt water near the island. Ari shouts again, Lower the sails, lower the sails! And the riggers begin to lower the sails as the ship enters the mouth of the river. As the sails are hoisted, lowered, and then um, wrapped and corded, Ari yells out, Oars out! and men begin to flood down to the lower decks as oars jet out from either side of the Royale and begin to pull very tightly so that the vessel can enter the mouth of the river and isn't you know, pushed back out to sea. Right? That would be very dangerous. You know, the, the vessel doesn't have any ability to maneuver with its sails kind of drawn in. It can easily be dashed against jutting out rocks and shallow reefs. So, the oars begin to sweep in unison, carrying the royal forward and into the Anora, the jungle of the Alathrion swallowing the river, and the ship traveling along it. Gentlemen, congratulations for reaching Alathrion, and for entering the Anora. For this part of the journey, you guys are going to receive 350 experience points for reaching the island. Nice. And, moving forward, you guys are now traveling along the Anora, this muddy brown river, dense jungle surrounding you. The foliage covering nearly the entire width of the river. As small drops of rain fall through the upper canopy, but for the most part, that canopy of trees over top of the Anora kind of keeps our adventures out of the rain. The air is warm and smells of rich jungle earth. The afternoon passes and the oars continue to propel the Royale along the winding river. You can see large, very colorful tropical plants on the shoreline, as well as the shimmering eyes and large rippling backs of crocodiles sitting in the shallow water, just eyes and some sections of neck and back visible.
3: Attack!
1: On a new belt. <laughs> I gotta train
3: this spear. Yeah. Some gator belt. Yeah. Make some nice, nice handbag.
1: Some crocs. <laughs> Make some crocs. Plus 100 experience points for making crocs. <laughs> Is there anything that our players would like to do as the royale travels up the Anora?
4: There isn't like any shallow points of the water so far that you can see?
1: So, that's a good question. The water here is actually muddy brown, not clear. The visibility is legitimately zero feet. You cannot see into the water and you don't actually see how deep it is. At certain sections along, you can see as leaves from the upper canopy fall into the water, it looks like there's furious splashing for a moment before the water goes still again.
4: It's like if we ever get in a tiffy, I can raise the water level bad idea
2: well, higher higher because everything around the world shit is in the water right now
4: but I'm saying like if we come we come to a low point just raise it up a bit and keep going oh that's not an issue we already know we can get through
3: yeah, we paid the the captain <laughs> to navigate through these treacherous freaking waters right so
4: well we didn't pay
3: oh right I mean it sure felt like I did <laughs> <laughs>
4: Your okay. bank account a little lower? Or?
3: <laughs> Wait, can I relay to Chomper
1: that there's some grub in the water that if he's hungry he could go get? Yeah, so the canopy of trees is actually very thick. And Chomper is just kind of sighting you from up in the air, flying over the center of the island. He's not going to swim in the water, and there's just not enough room for him to get down and in here. Let's see.
2: Uh-oh. Nope. How's our chance?
1: Kill Fiavel! There's plenty of room on the ship. <laughs> Am I still in the crow's nest? not. There is not (laughs) plenty of room on the ship. Are you still in the crow's nest? You can choose to be, if you'd like. The tree foliage and the the tree cover is just barely high enough to allow the Royale to pass through.
0: Is Hadley still there?
1: Yes, Hadley has other duties to do now that the crow's nest is not the most important job. You know, there's no other sails to sight. But being up and, and high up here is a good spot for him to spot anything like logs, deadheads or any other type of item in the water that could cause a problem for the Royale. Iceberg! (laughs) Is there anything our players would like to do while you guys are traveling along the Enora?
3: Can I do a perception check and get a... just
1: kind of like a sight of the scenery going through? For sure.
3: Good idea. The
1: tree canopy is very thick and rests just above the Royale's main mast. The trees in and around are massive and are not conifer or deciduous but rather rainforest trees that have very um they're almost mangrovish in their shape in the sense that the trees have uh, roots which all kind of connect together and this knotted and swirling type of bark so that jungle vines and other types of mosses and plants kind of climb up them as well. The Foliage is very colorful as well. Lots of greens, but otherwise than that, there are yellows, oranges, and reds, which kind of dot the landscape around you. The banks of the river, when sometimes there are banks, as opposed to just foliage, is mucky brown sand. And it's actually a lot more dirt and earth than it is sand, truthfully. The fauna that you see, in the distance, sometimes you can spot snakes hanging from trees. In addition to that, many crocodiles in the water and whenever something seems to touch the surface of the water it seems like there's furious splashing for a moment as many different fish rise to the surface but then disappear. They appear ravenous and vicious. Piranhas. Of course, we've all seen Piranha 3D. (laughs) Quippers is what they're referred to in, in Norian.
2: Okay, so piranhas, quippers, ship stuff. hands, deck hands. Why don't you just correct all of
1: our language?
4: We're stuck in our ways.
1: I'll correct you when you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna correct you when you're right. Matter <clears throat> <clears throat> of opinion. Gentlemen, days pass on the Enora until the early hours of the fourth day, when the ship lurches forward suddenly and We're members gonna... of the crew stumble. As the ship lurches again, it appears it is caught on something and then grinds to a halt.
2: Ah! Kill it, Dabbledup.
4: Dabble Lift Dabble. the water.
1: Okay. Dabbledup, <laughs> as you go place. to the edge of the vessel, looking over the side to begin lifting water, you recognize that the water is gone. The ship is firmly stuck in the riverbed and is completely oh. dry.
3: Just You can the hear the cap
1: the captain's quarters doors burst open. Ari stumbling out, covering his eyes from some morning light, which is shimmering through the leaf canopy, and he says, I swear by the old gods and the new, whoever crashed my fucking ship, he starts to say, but then he peers over the deck and stops, looks at Mr. Vane, then looks overboard again, he says, For fuck's sakes, how hard is it to keep the ship in the river, Vane? Are we on the river anymore? You are in the river, but the riverbed yeah. is dry.
0: No, but I'm asking is Tyson. Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Would anyone else like to answer, Tyson McKay? So you shut up. <laughs> no, You're just between friends again. Tyson, where it seems like the waterbed dried up. I don't know what's going on. The world's coming oh. to an end. Panic. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <laughs> um, calm down, Fievel. I, I sit him
0: down and you yeah, know give him a piece of cheese. What kind? Uh, Swiss.
1: All right. Oh, dude. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> as if any other, any other piece would have been questionable. Blue cheese, you fucking Nazi. <laughs> Kick him
4: off
0: the ship. Yeah, so I, I calm him down first, and then I make my way over to Ari and uh, the others.
4: Okay. Can I uh, redirect the water?
1: So... Ari and other sailors are looking forward and behind the ship. It appears that behind, there is small amounts of water behind the vessel. The <laughs> royale itself is a very shallow draft, so it must have just been skating along on very small amounts of water and then sliding into the mud, kind of firmly placing itself. You guys can see that the ship is much lower. The riverbanks are almost 10 feet higher on either side of you, but there's just no water there.
0: All right. I'm going to cast Levitate on myself and tie myself to the boat and try and pull us out. <laughs>
1: Good fucking luck yeah. okay. So Tyson McKay ties a rope to the vessel With his boots of levitation Rises into the air And begins to try and pull the vessel forward
2: I laugh And what happens? <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell me more Really? <laughs> You're asking me? Yeah, yeah. What? Would anything, anything happen?
1: Yeah, the ship is tons It is metric tons <laughs> Not to harder. mention the cargo <laughs> pull, pull, pull harder 500 pounds, my dude 500 pounds Christ, There's well, still help <laughs> no.
4: <laughs> okay, well now can I raise the water level? Yeah, absolutely.
1: So you're going to try and raise the water level. Yeah. So which spell are you going to use for this? The Wand of Hydrokinesis? Yeah, like mm-hmm. I can control water, right? So
4: okay. um, I can raise it up to 20 feet, but I don't want to
2: do that Just exactly. Just raise it up enough to get us going again. Eight? How much further below the, the river bank are we?
4: You said there's 10 feet on either side, right? Yeah, it looks like the okay. actual so, yeah, the top of the riverbank
1: where the sediment becomes foliage is almost 10 feet. It, you can see there's a depth of 10 feet there.
4: Mm, okay. Five then, maybe? Yeah, so I it's very I like. Your, I think
1: your eight was good.
4: Okay.
2: Everyone agrees on eight? Yeah. This isn't a democracy. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Don't do
3: it. I'm doing it. <laughs> shh, fievel where the cheese? Where the cheese, bro? Where cheese?
1: Cheddar this time, buddy. Your wand of hydrokinesis. Just so we're on the same page. <laughs> so I'm mouse allergic to cheddar. Minus two hundred experience points. God, minus, more than minus that. A light. What the fuck? Yeah. You can choose to redirect flow. Yeah, like I can... Causing the water to uh, move in any direction you choose. With 300 feet, <laughs> you can move water towards the vessel, and you could carry it a little bit further, but only for 10 minutes. And as the further you move down the river, the harder it's going to be for you to redirect the flow from... like, It looks like for hundreds of feet, there is little to no water behind you guys.
0: Hmm. Well, what, what could be blocking the water? Swamp rats.
1: So Ari looks to you and he says... Truthfully, I have no idea. I have never experienced this on the Anora before, but the river is always trying to keep you on your toes. No, there's nothing blocking the water. I mean, look, there's no water in front of us, sure.
3: Hmm. What about damn beavers?
1: But it doesn't make any sense. If the water was being blocked up ahead, I mean, how is it that we traveled this far?
3: Tell you what, I'll fly up with my boy Chomper, and we'll go scout ahead and take a look at what's happening.
1: Okay
2: strap the boat to Chomper and...
3: Fly, baby, fly. Fly (laughs)
4: I'm just... I got a question.
2: Mm -hmm.
4: It's a cube, right? Mm -hmm. So I can do behind me, raise that, which will then flow towards us.
1: Yeah, you can choose to only raise the water there, correct. Yeah. In which case there will be a bunch of water and it will carry you, you're just not sure how far.
4: Any distance is good. Yeah,
1: sure. No, no, (laughs) I just want to explain it to you so you know before you do it, right? Would you like to do it? Do I, it. I'm, do it. Maybe explain highly, it to them. I the... highly doubt that's the
2: solution to this problem <laughs> he's putting it in front of us, but we can try.
1: You mean God? Once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who are you referring to, Greg Rock?
2: Yeah. <sighs> yeah.
1: I didn't realize we were game breakers here. Oh. I mean game breakers. The old <laughs> gods and the new. <laughs>
2: <All of them.
4: laughs>
1: well, at least they'll maybe get us somewhere, right? In, in this case, I mean, it's up to you. You might want to tell the sailors you're going to do it. Don't hold okay. on. <laughs> <laughs> no one Surprise. do anything. Just, Just ride the wave, stay baby.
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. Uh, I'm going to talk to Cappy yeah. and uh, tell him exactly what I'm going to do and s- say, I hope it works.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so, so Ari says to everyone, all right, everyone. Dabble dub is going to raise the water level I need you all to hang on I need oars out and ready to push us off of any bank Am I understood? And the crewmen all say Yes sir I
2: believe the words you really infer were I, Captain <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> well, I'll
4: remember that <laughs> You're gonna die on this trip, baby Oh,
1: it turns fun. out Gregory rusts. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dabble dub what would you like to do?
4: Alrighty, so the water behind us, mm-hmm. I would like to raise it up to 20 feet, but I don't want to raise it up to 20 feet.
0: Fuck it,
1: do it. <laughs> Just have the vessel
4: get off the river
2: and <laughs> crash into the forest. Do as much as you can without diverting us from the river, so if it's what? 10 feet, then raise it. 10 feet. 10 feet, nine down. and a half. I want to play it safe.
1: So, <laughs> Dabbledog Dab begins to use his wand of hydrokinesis, casting the spell Control Water and trying to cause the water level of all standing water in the area to rise by as much as 20 feet. I mean, for this spell, you can control any free standing water you choose that is in a cube up to 100 feet on each side. So, yeah. you're up to 300 feet away, you're raising the water level. Now, in the distance, everyone who's looking at the stern, off the stern of the ship, looking towards the aft sees water rising in the anora and begin to rush towards the vessel the sailors all begin to cheer as some water begins to lap either side of the vessel but very quickly on the right hand side of the shoreline so at the left for everyone who's looking off the aft of the ship you see large amounts of water gulp and swallow down into the shoreline as much of the water disappears and though the ship is lifted momentarily and sails a couple of feet forward, the water all eventually slurps down this jutting hole in the side of the river.
4: See, yeah, I found the
2: problem.
1: We made nice. it. No worries. Okay, so now attack the hole. Okay.
4: <laughs> Die, hold on.
2: <laughs> I have a spell for this. Do you
4: uh,
0: have a spell
1: we, for this? What, I do you? a
0: hole? Yeah. Well, someone needs to describe to me what's happening. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge.
1: I I'd like to hand you five hundred experience points. First of all, first of all, ingenuity, love it. Love the gameplay. You're a wizard. You're going to tackle physical problems in the world by changing reality. So I love that. And for discovering the problem, there appears to be a very large hole in the side of the Anora River. Well,
2: sorry, I just assumed that you would have, since we were looking at the riverbank, you would have said there was a hole. Is it a hole, it's or not is it just directly
1: near the ship? It's nearly one hundred and fifty feet away. Ahead of us. Behind you. Behind us. Yeah, correct. Okay. So some water is still low lying and not able to, to enter that hole. But yeah, it's nearly hundred and fifty feet away. And you can just see it in the river bends and curves. So you can just see where it looks like there's tumultuous amounts of water moving. Mm-hmm. You can't actually directly see the, the hole it's on a it's on a curved side of the okay. river. Now as far as what it looks like, you don't know. It, it is technically on the, the bank or the curve. You can see uh, what looks to be lots of sediment, which has kind of fallen away in that section. But no, you're not right next to it. You're nearly 150 feet away from it.
2: Okay, does anybody have a mold earth so we can plug this hole? I have
0: move earth, which probably was would be what we need.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: that sounds good. It
1: covers a larger area. How, how big is the hole? You guys can't see it directly from your location. You can just see where a lot of water is unable to flow. Uh,
3: now I f- have to get out the boat. Can I fly and wow. go do a scout
1: check and see how big this hole is? So Fievel, you would like to kinda of leap off of the stern of the vessel and glide towards the ground?
3: Yeah, say like a decent height above. I don't wanna fly right down level to the hole, but uh yeah, I'd say like fifteen uh, twenty feet. Twenty feet away from the hole? Yeah, I'll just kind of get near it. I don't want to get
1: sucked in. Okay, so Fievel jumps off of the stern of the vessel and coasts towards the ground and flying along the riverbed. Fievel, you land nearly 20 feet away from the curve in the river and looking towards the hole, as you can kind of take a few steps forward, you see that it is massive. The sediment kind of falling away and revealing what looks to be a tunnel structure and inside worked stone. This was done
2: purposely. Bastards. You don't say. <laughs> it
1: could have been a natural phenomena. Okay. Okay. So, Fiavel, if you'd like, you can, you know, perception check and investigate it further. If you want to relay information to Tyson and them, let them know exactly what it is you're looking at. You can do that, too. Just picture in a mouse down the river, like...
2: Yeah, it's a hole! <laughs>
1: <laughs> How big is it? Real big! Real big. I, well, I don't know, guys. I mean, it's a hole. So
3: fucking hole. <laughs> are we talking 48 mouse folks in length you know
2: it's perfect I can picture it already you have
1: a met- you, you know distances
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll trade you two mouse, mouse folks of weight for one mouse folk of weight gold to, gold to apples I would like a, be- a bushel of hay that's two most folks in length. <laughs> <laughs> Our people just are very self centered. <laughs> Everything is in relation to most folks. <laughs> All right, let's do a perception check. I'll get a little bit closer. You walk slightly closer to the entrance to this tunnel. The tunnel appears almost 15 feet in height, nearly 12 or 15 feet in length. It appears almost perfectly square and the work stone appears to be these large blocks of dark gray and sometimes black stone, which makes up the the flooring and the walls. Along some of the walls, you do see various carvings into the stone, and it becomes very, very dark past 60 feet. You're not sure if it continues on straight or goes in a different direction, but you hear these dripping and also clicking sounds from inside the cave.
3: Or yeah,
4: the get out of there. Run. Go in. Go. Go, go, go. In.
3: I'll clear it myself. <laughs> 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 um, can I try and like chip off a, a piece of rock that has like the carving? and I just want to bring it back and see if any of the uh, people on the crew know of this
1: material. So, the first carvings that you can see are nearly 6 or 7 feet inside the cave and they're at anywhere from, you know, your chest height all the way to about 5 feet from the top of the walls. Okay. I
3: guess I might as well just do it, uh, it's like, where I can reach instead of flying and doing it. So I'll...
1: And what tools are you using to chip away this rock? Well, I'm going to
3: fish out of the explorer's pack I got at the beginning and uh, get a
1: hammer. Fantastic. So you begin to click and hammer away at the wall trying to remove some of the carvings so that you can present it to your your companions see what they know about it. The clicking of the hammer against the stone echoes through the stone chamber that you find yourself in and if you have a little further down the chamber you hear a rapid clicking sound. Oh god. Have I if I managed to get a piece of stone or not yet? Looks like you're a few taps of a hammer away from dislodging a piece of stone. So you can choose to continue hammering away, or you can you can do as you wish. Okay, do the few taps and hold that out of there. So, Fievel, rapidly clicking against the stone floor, this chitinous and this many-legged creature begins to run towards you. It is large in size, almost 12 feet in height, and appears almost lobster-like. It has two very large pincers with very sharp prongs, coming out of each of its claws, and its mouth is just a slurping mass of tentacles. Yeah. It is running towards you with great speed, and you're just turning and running, correct? Yep. Well, just get
2: around the corner and close enough to the boat that we can see something's chasing you.
1: Okay. Fievel, so you have dark vision, correct? Yep. Okay. So this creature, when you first saw it, was 60 feet from you. It barreled towards you 10 feet, I will say, before it is that you, you know, you're very quickly just deciding to turn and run. Okay, so it's nearly 50 feet from you, we're going to need to roll our initiatives. If you're choosing to fight, great, if you're choosing to run, same thing, it's just going to determine who goes first. Yep. I have a 18. Okay, so Fievel, you you will be going first, as this creature will be going second, what is it that you'd like to do? I'm going to
3: dash and use like my max uh, flying speed to create some
1: distance that you're going to dash, it's going to be 10 feet out to the entrance of the tunnel here. So you're going to run 10 feet, then leap? Yeah. Okay, so you run 10 feet along the ground and then leap into the air, coasting again along the river's bed. Um, how far, you can fly 35 feet, correct? Yeah. So what we'll do is we'll count that 10 feet towards some of your movement. Then you can fly 30, we'll say 25 feet, and then dash, so doubling it. So 25 plus 35, you can coast. Now, the difficult part of this is, Fievel, is that do you have full flight or do you just have gliding ability? Full flight. Like full flight. Fantastic. Flight wings, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Okay, so Fievel, you make it 10 feet down the hall, leap into the air, and then travel another 60 feet by flying.
4: So, how, sorry, how big is this creature? It's giant, large. large. Can I, can we hear it? Like you cannot, tunnel? you
1: guys are 150 feet away and it is down a tunnel.
4: Well, I figured the tunnel would echo it, but no.
1: 150 feet away.
4: Yeah, we're around
2: a bend, but we don't know anything's going
1: on. Yeah. You do see, however, a few minutes later, Fievel flying rapidly towards the ship.
2: TROUBLE! <laughs> TROUBLE!
1: So Fievel, you make the bend in the river and continue to fly, and you are currently 90 feet from the vessel. The crew members and other members of your troop are now able to see you and, and see that you are expedient, expeditiously, expediently in duress. <laughs> you are flying quickly toward, towards
4: <laughs> the hospital.
1: Okay? Little words, Noah, little words. What is it that you would like to do? I, uh wave my
3: hands back and forth and signal that there's some sort of emergency and hopefully get it.
1: Okay, you are flying already, so you are already moving your hands back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Is there I'm anything, any there. other way you'd like to signal that there's a problem? Yeah, I call
3: on uh, my beast. Okay. I what say, would you like to say? I
1: say I'm scared. Help. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: what a call. Okay, so Chomper can feel your emotions and can also sense when you're in danger just inherently. You can hear his voice thrumming in your head as he says, What is it, little one? (laughs) Uh, Looks like crab people. You can feel the questioning or you can feel the uncertainty that Chomper has about what crab people are. As he says, Are your friends not able to help you?
3: They're marooned on a ship...
1: He says, I can crash through the undergrowth, but doing so will leave me exposed. I cannot fly down below. Burn the trees.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Fievel, as you kind of turn and look behind you, there is no creature chasing you.
3: Oh, going I think I'm crazy. <laughs> did I get the piece of rock? You did not. <laughs> I go back.
2: (laughs) I go
4: back. Would
3: you
1: actually like to go back?
3: No, I'll fly to the ship and try and tell them that I'm not crazy in what I saw.
1: Okay, so you fly back to the ship and land on the banister. Everyone is looking at you as you're panting quite heavily, and I now leave the rest up to you. Nothing like a good day for a flight, eh, lads? Okay, so everyone's (laughs) staring at you. You just left... He flew very quickly back. Yeah. Quit with the pleasantries. What the fuck happened? Alright.
3: Well, there was this this I don't even know how to how to recall it. it. He just he had pincers and he was really big and I heard clicking and next thing you know there he was and I I didn't want to get grabbed, so I just flew out as fast as I could. There's a bunch of like weird markings all over the cave and I was trying to get a piece of rock to see if anyone on the ship kind of knew what it was, but I don't know. He closed up his distance pretty fast, so I just had to get out of there. You're talking nonsense. There's a hole? Is that what... <laughs> 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 so in in this hole, like, it it was made by, like, these creatures, I guess. Like, there's a pattern of them concealing the cave, so, like, it's a strong-built tunnel, and that's where all the water's going. I hmm. guess it's time to... Time to extinct
0: a creature then. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, (laughs) fight it, or we could just
2: plug the hole and move on. Yeah, but he's probably going to get out. He's just going to... Maybe?
4: But... But if he dug that kind of hole, he's just going to dig in it, and away goes the water
2: again. Yeah, but maybe we can get further. We can kill it. (laughs) (laughs) Probably.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with DabbleDub. Murder is the only option. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, man. I love it. <laughs>
3: I agree. No one scares Fievel Mausentrov. Let's oh, go kill him.
1: As a little, only a deception check, you just you just ran. Screamed like a little girl.
3: Shut up. You guys don't know. I made it all up. <laughs> I was scared of my own reflection because I'm so tough. <laughs>
4: what
1: a lie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Ari looks to you, Fievel, and he says, This creature, what, what did it look like? What form did it take?
3: It looked like a big lobster. It had, it had claws. It was like 12 feet tall. You know, I mean, he was tall from where I stand, and I didn't really get a like, really specific look at him. I just tried to survive.
1: All right. There are two options, my friends. As Gregory said, we plug the hole and we move on. And the second is delving in there, killing whatever it is, and then plugging the hole. You're the adventurers. I leave the decision of what you'd like to do to you. Every matter that concerns this vessel is ultimately mine, but I am no expert in demolition.
4: Well, we'll go kill it. We'll see you in like, uh, ten minutes.
2: <laughs>
4: okay, death it is. Murder is the only option.
1: I should have that on a t-shirt. <laughs>
4: And we kill okay. the crew members. So, uh... <laughs> oh,
2: God. <laughs> so, slaughter on it more.
1: Getting darker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, I think the way I'm going to get over there is, Fievel, can I just hold on to you and then cast Levitate on myself while you fly to direct me?
3: Sure. Yeah, let's do it.
1: Yeah. Very smart. Or, yeah,
2: or you, like, I'm assuming Dabodab is going to do is climb on my shoulders and then... Either I walk or dub Double Double levitates me.
0: Yeah, this is way more badass.
2: Yeah, fair. Go for it.
1: <laughs> so, Fievel, you have Tyson McKay hanging on to one of your feet. As you begin to fly, Tyson, you're casting Levitate on yourself. And so, Fievel is just dragging you effortlessly, seemingly effortlessly, through the air.
3: You lost weight, Tyson? Yes.
0: <laughs> After I was called... 300 and some odd pounds or whatever you
3: said
1: but yours truly Dabble, and Gregory how is it that you guys would like to make your way to the cave
2: hop it on Can okay. you take it from there <laughs> okay I'm, I'm running <laughs> so you jump jumping off the ship? I guess so or do you want to fucking levitate? I can levitate well, You you 10 but it's a spell slot right? might as well save it so you're jumping 12 feet
1: off the ship do
2: it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm seven. No, I'm just Half feet tall. I'm you just know, asking. Dangle and oh, it's beat. gonna be
4: like, how,
2: how moist is the ground? Are we gonna sink? He said it's bone dry. I didn't say bone dry. He said there's <laughs> no water, which means bone dry. If there was a little bit of water, no, it's, it's gonna it.
4: be moist. Yeah, you know good. when the tide goes away? Yes. It's still sinky.
1: <laughs> yes, moist. <laughs> Never once did I use the word bone dry. <laughs> That yeah, bone dry. <laughs> Run the tape. Back. Bone dry. <laughs> Run the tape. Back. Uh, no, it is moist. There's muck on the ground. Okay, well, different, difficult terrain does not phase me. Okay, I'm not. I'm. I'm just asking how you'd like to get off the ship. I wasn't oh, fighting you. You do flip? Probably. Then it'd be an acrobat It's jet.
2: Why would I flip off the ship?
4: flip. <laughs> Breaks his neck. No, it's okay.
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm kidding We're okay. to Jump off the ship Jump off the ship Okay Yeah. Okay fantastic So you leap off the ship And Dabble is on your shoulders Dabble A little bit of a nut crunch When you land But it's all good And you guys are on your way Towards the entrance Yes no, to, the, to the cave Tyson McCabe Weapons Have been there for uh, Nearly two or three minutes Hours No Minutes How <laughs> they made it that much faster They're flying They're way quicker than you What's their flying speed? Fiello's flying speed is 35 feet. It's only five turn. feet per turn faster than me. Yeah, but five feet per turn faster, over 150 feet. He blew you out of the water.
2: I <laughs> yeah. He blew you out of the water.
1: <laughs> you like that one, eh? No. That was well played. I was building it up. <laughs> it's
2: it well played. Still don't think it was two or three minutes. Sounds like two or three seconds. But okay.
1: Yeah, we're... we're where you guys oh been? They were there a minute. What's... Well, also, you had to leap off, and then you start walking, whereas they're just going. Okay. We're there. Okay. <laughs> as we're running, I I'm, I pulling walking. Walking. I'm, <laughs> I'm pulling out my wand. I'm pulling out my wand as we're running. Okay. Wand of the Wyrmage or Wand of Hydrokinesis? Uh, wand Okay. Alright, so, gentlemen, you convene near the middle of the Anora's Riverbed, looking towards the tunnel. It is dark and there is uh, some shallow water in and around your feet, literally just a few inches of water up off the riverbed as you look towards the tunnel. You're nearly 30-ish feet from the entrance to this gaping hole in the side of the Anora. You can definitely tell that, you know, all the, the sediment and the earth that has fallen away from the entrance to this tunnel, you know, it's, it's a massive amount of earth. So whether or not this was plugged or covered up until now, you're not sure.
4: Well, I'm going to walk in there and get its attention.
1: Okay. So Dabble is going to hop off Gregory's shoulders and begin to walk into the tunnel. Uh, do you have dark vision? Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. You can see up to 60 feet in front of you, and you see that this tunnel goes straight and somewhat de- like down and angles down into the earth for uh, more than 60 feet. It does not make any branches or turns left or right. right. You also see that the ceilings are quite tall in here. There are carvings in and along the walls. They start at about four feet up off the ground and go up until about four to five feet from the ceiling. Do any of
2: us recognize any of the carvings? Are they legible? Are they in some kind of language?
1: Is everyone heading inside? Yeah, yeah.
2: obviously right behind Doubletop because the dude would never survive without me wearing it.
1: Okay. That's good. That's good. I'm just making sure I know where everyone is. <clears throat>
2: I'm right behind him,
1: ready to jump in the way if need be. Thanks, B.
2: Uh, bitch. <laughs> oh, <he laughs> <buried> you
0: <laughs> Come on. I'm going to cast Stone Skin
1: on Greg Rock. Ooh. A little bit of a team play there. I like it. Greg rock what you What does that do for me? Stone Skin is cast on you.
2: Okay, I already have Stone Skin, but okay. Not like the spell. My, my skin is literally just stone, but yes. I'm with you. Wait, do
0: you have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing already? Not currently, no. That would help. Now you do, and I honestly don't know how much casting I'm going to do while I'm blind, so <laughs>
3: that's that's my contribution right now. You accidentally casted on Fievel. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool.
1: No, buffing other members of the team is strong. Yeah, no, for that's, sure. Sure. that's a good bit. Cool. Yeah. I will take it. You don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is there anything anyone else would like to do as you guys take your first few steps into the cave? I whistle to attract the beast.
3: Hear me cry, I summon 16 wolves to my... 16?
2: I don't know many lobster mating calls. So you're calling 16 wolves to your
1: house. Yes. Also, that was wonderfully done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all around Fievel, 16 wolves appear.
0: Guys, guys, I think there's
1: something here. Because... about this already. Because, you know... Why not? As a player who's been a DM... He he loves to make things easy for me in terms of the number of things I need to keep track of. <laughs> yeah, in a you know, tunnel. He's uh, he's empathetic to the cause, which is more than I can say for many. Sixteen fable and the exact positions of those are. <laughs> How many AC, AC hit points taking care of that? Am I taking care I'll, of that? Oh, I'll take care of it. Oh, you'll take care of all of it. Okay. Yep. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Kill those fucking
3: <laughs> Bring it down a notch and just summon six dire wolves. I think that'll be simpler.
1: Yeah, yeah. See, because from my perspective, it's, it's like, why not summon higher level stuff and a few more of them than than many, many, many. <laughs>
3: cannon fodder. That's what I was thinking.
1: Okay. I mean, you could also summon, summon swarms of bees or bats or snakes and literally make thousands. Let's do it. If you're looking for cannon fodder. I'll fly no. to the cave. <laughs>
2: Four million bees.
1: <laughs> Okay, B1 is going to go. Yeah, that's a sting. <laughs> okay, now B2. So you're summoning six direwolves. Okay, fantastic. And and what would you guys like to do? Has he not come out yet? I ride one. No, nothing has approached. Okay, Fievel, you're riding a direwolf. Yep. Fievel, start hammering the wall again.
4: Yeah,
3: All right, something. I take out the hammer and I go back to that spot where I was getting the stone earlier. Okay. But I bang it extra loud. I do clicking okay, my begin own. to bang it extra loud.
1: Click, 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 click.
3: Click, click, click.
1: Plus 100 experience.
2: <laughs>
1: First of all, take it, write it down, you've earned it. And second of all, no, nothing, nothing exits the tunnel, and you hear nothing from the depths.
4: Question, if they close their eyes when I do, like, the colors, will that still possibly stun them if they don't roll good enough?
1: This is a good question. I be- Also,
2: I don't have optical nerves. Does this shit actually affect me? Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. Oh, bummer. I can't Because I'm going to light this tunnel up like a goddamn Christmas tree. <laughs> no, no, so here's what happens. I'm immune. Um, creatures that can see you have disadvantage on attack rolls against you. In addition, any creature in the bright light that can see you when the robe's power is activated must succeed on a 15 wisdom saving throw or become stunned until the effect ends. They have to succeed on the wisdom saving throw. Or be stunned. Or be stunned.
0: Shall we go deeper? That's what she said. <laughs>
4: <Mice>. <laughs> Into the freaking dungeon. Alright. Okay, I want to go first. But I have the light. <laughs> what light do you have? The rope. Did you activate its power? Well, not yet. I'm what blind. I'm <laughs> if, it's only if you're in the thirty feet, so I have to be thirty feet ahead of you guys. He's oh, so you're going
2: thirty feet ahead of everyone. Do so we still have to do the saving throw if he's up there activates it, and then we walk into the light? And so creatures just that can be see there you. when it like is it Not like a flash? Edge.
1: In addition, any creature in the bright light that can see you when the robe's power is activated is activated. Which is the must succeed feet. on a fifteen saving throw or becomes stuck. So if he activates it and far enough away in, from fine. it, and then we walk yes. up with him, yes.
2: Okay, you go over, do your little dance to turn your robe on. Alrighty,
3: sir. And we'll join up. <laughs> I'll move 31 feet away. I stay with them Deeper in the top. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tyson needs to see the light.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Maybe it'll reverse blind me.
1: <laughs> so walking further into the cave as you walk along with your dark vision and for those of you who don't have dark vision who I believe is just no one at this point now
0: I only have dark vision plus
1: 300 experience points (laughs) everyone has dark vision or can't see so that's good Uh, the writings along the walls are in runes that none of you can read they are not elvish they are not dwarvish they are actually an ancient human Style text, but not common, and you haven't seen any of them in books before. Dabbled up.
0: If someone could speak it, I could understand it. Was
3: this common? (laughs) What is this (laughs) common?
1: Walking further, there are sometimes drawings and depictions, some of them of eggs, and some of them of eggs opening at the top, and claws or pinchers exiting the eggs. Just a, a one claw or pincer a, being thrust you know, from you know, an egg.
2: It's a colony. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Let's eat it. Let's you cook hate them eggs. up and yeah. eat them up. You're
1: right. <laughs> further down, as you continue to walk, in, at this point, you're at sixty feet of depth. Here, there are the group or me. So you're at sixty feet. Everyone else is at thirty.
2: Yeah. Although no, oh, we were catching up as soon as he shining
1: bright. Yeah, but he hasn't gone shining bright yet.
2: Oh, okay. I thought no, he said he did.
1: Come on, light bright. No, shine up. The robe <laughs> of robo- scintillating colors. The idea is he activates it, it goes bang, like it's a flashbang. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not going to use it unless someone's there fighting
2: him. I thought he was just doing it to light the tunnel, but if nobody needs to see, if everybody, Well, we dark all
4: have vision. dark vision, yeah, yeah. right? Okay. But I'm, I'm doing it to stun him, hopefully. Yeah, fair.
1: Continuing to walk further on and in at nearly 60 feet, Dabble Dab, you stop and take appreciation, or at least looking or reading the runes on the wall, which point towards a large depiction or scene. The large depiction or scene is many of these eggs on the ground, human or humanoids, kind of drawn as stick figures uh, in front of those eggs. And then above them all, a very large creature. The best way to describe it is two large pinchers coming down, a very big bulbous looking body and these tentacles coming out of the mouth.
4: Well, let's find this bitch and
1: kill it. Yes, this this thing is—it's drawn to almost encompass the entirety of the mural that it's in. It's quite big. They probably just make it look bigger because it's the king. Yeah, overcompensating. Yeah. No. Yes. You'd like to continue on deeper?
3: I've got uh, to mention you had a small jet? Wang, just to
1: make sure—like noises, mm-hmm. anything like that. Seventeen. It appears that uh, the incline becomes steeper the further you walk down and in, and the tunnel is slightly becoming larger, the square kind of widening as you guys walk down and further.
4: Okay, so when we were first in it, mm-hmm. about say, how big was the...
1: Nearly hole. 15 feet 15 wide and 12. 15 feet tall. Okay. It is now reaching the point where it's nearly 18 by 18. We shall keep going. So you continue to move forward until Dabble Dab, you look down, and the tips of your feet are wet. There's a little bit of thin amounts of water, and as you look forward you actually see that there is water completely submerging the tunnel as it continues to head down and into the earth.
2: Nope. I found found all the water. Tyson, head back to the ship. (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna back
4: up (laughs) 10-ish feet, because I feel like Is it? Can I see through the water? Obviously not. It's very murky. Cast lightning. I cast lightning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, you know what? I'll be effective. I can do Thunder Wave. I was going to say, I can do Lightning Bolt. (laughs) (laughs) That won't shake the tunnel down, will it? It's pretty sturdy.
1: Oh, God. I mean, it seems a fairly strong and sturdy construction. Yeah, I'm just going to step back 10 feet. So, DabbleW, look towards the water, and you've taken a few steps back, and you see an almost shimmering and movement, like, underneath the water's surface. Like the ripples? You see ripples and movement.
4: I think the light will affect it when it's underneath.
1: Doubt it. So Let's say wait for it to come out. A member with very good dark vision, so anyone looking forward, aside from Tyson, hey <laughs> sees, see <laughs> sees from what appears to be a... Uh, a side tunnel up the very top of the ceiling and into the wall. So both Gregory and Fievel see that up to the left and near the top of the ceiling above Dabbledob, there is a hole in the wall. Oh, so, fuck. Um, Did I not see that in the perception check? Clicking and no, it's very dark in here and it doesn't, like, I mean, there are certain pockets where there's just stone that's missing, right? Double Dab, run! Don't <laughs> mean to shine bright like a diamond, baby! Cl- <laughs> clicking and inching forward a very large... <laughs> And serpentine, lobster, and insect-like creature with large pincers begins to click and move forward. These slurping tentacles, very still, but kind of dripping. This mucusy-like substance as it begins to slowly inch down the wall towards DabbleDob. Just push him back in the paralytic mucus. (laughs) (laughs) And stay there. (laughs) Okay, and this is where we are going to leave things for today. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thanks so much for listening to the Dicey D20. It's been a pleasure bringing you guys this latest episode. What will happen? Will Dabbledob make it out of his conundrum with the large monster? Probably course, I always make it out alive. Will his friends be able to no. help him? Will the six direwolves live up to their master's expectation? All these questions and more answered next time on the dicey does
0: anyone ever live up to fievel's expectations <laughs> oh my
1: gosh okay <laughs> whether it was morning evening noon or night i just want to say thanks so much for listening to the dicey d20 this is your dm signing out peace out girl scout